0: Census thing, asking on the census whether you're a citizen or not, that uh, got a lot of attention yet. God, I was just in a lunchroom and saw CNN, so they opened the 7 o'clock hour with a significant development in the Stormy Daniels story overnight, and we have the latest. And then they got into something that just wasn't that significant. But um, Also, how much money Asians are paying for uh, cosmetic surgery for tropical fish? (laughs) So that their fish look better in their fish tank. Rich Ladies and gentlemen, Jack is now
1: making crap up. He has decided the show is not exciting enough. Rich people are getting cosmetic
0: surgery for their tropical fish so they have a certain look. Jack has surpassed Marshall in the making up of crap. Which makes you wonder about humanity. (laughs) So that's coming up later. Wow.
1: Unbelievable. Ah! Uh, Our next guest, John Cox, is a businessman, not a politician. He has been politically active certainly while running his business through the years in the great state of California he was part of the leader of the he was one of the leaders of the successful effort along with the Armstrong and Getty show to remove disgraced democrat mayor bob filner from a filthy filner from san diego and is now a major backer of the paycheck protection campaign to rein in the corrupting power of the public employee unions thank god he is running for the governor of the largest state in the union john cox joins us now john how are you
2: Great. Uh, Great to be with you guys. Uh, A lot to talk about today,
1: California. I would say, and uh, you know, we're on in a number of blue states throughout the country, bringing succor to those who are not fully, uh, you know, all the way left in those states, and that's a hell of a lot of people. But California is now attempting to become the progressive uh, leader of the country. For instance, the Sanctuary City thing. Um, right. That is that that uh, poo has already hit the fan. We've got you know declaration we're a sanctuary state. And then uh, counties and cities lashing back. How do you see it?
2: Well, isn't it funny seeing all this? You know, the Democrats in this state have made it the poverty capital of the country. More people on Medi-Cal. The roads are a disgrace. The education system. We spend way more money than anybody else and get lousy results. Uh, we pay the most money ever for gasoline, electricity, and water. They've destroyed the water system by, you know, destroying reservoirs in the state. So guess what they're doing? They're doing this sanctuary state nonsense because, let's face it, they've done such a horrible job managing the state. We live in fear of forest fires, mudslides are destroying Montecito, one of the wealthiest cities in the country, So what else can they do? They're saying, okay, let's have a war with Washington. Let's make sure that we don't cooperate with law enforcement so we turn criminals out on the streets. And then, you know, that's a way to distract people.
1: Well, so people's lives are a little junky, so they're engaging in race
2: baiting. Exactly. I mean, this is the last refuge of these corrupt career politicians who know they've mismanaged their state. You know, the first thing I'll do as governor is get rid of this horrible uh, sanctuary state, get law enforcement working together. I applaud the Orange County Board and Sheriff Sandra Hutchins. I saw her on TV yesterday. I I love this woman. Uh, She has stood up and she has said, we are going to let ICE know when we release a criminal back on the street. How ridiculous that a sheriff actually even has to make that announcement! Uh, you would think it would be nature, you know, that, that that it would be cooperative work together to make sure that ICE would know when you arrest an undocumented immigrant who is threatening the community. I mean, this is this is defying all common sense that the Democrats would even complain about this.
0: Well, and it's just uh, obviously it can't uh, continue to go this way as we've been talking about. So if you have uh, you know, a highly populated county in a state that wants to be a sanctuary state, if you have that county say, we don't want to be a sanctuary county, then what if you have a town in that county that says, we do want to be a sanctuary town, and then you have a block that says, we don't, I mean, how far does it go? Um,
2: it's kind okay. of- you take a step back, take a step back from this, and you're, and you're watching this play out, and you're saying, a public officials that we elect to protect the community, and that's the number one job of government, let's face it, right? And they're saying that they're not going to work with other law enforcement when they arrest a person uh, doing a criminal act or as a suspected gang member. And they're not going to let ICE know that this person should not be in their communities and should be in another country, which, you know, they've entered the country illegally. You know, this is defying all common sense, and I think the people of California are rebelling against
0: it. Well, this, you mentioned the people of California. A couple of the stats you threw out at the beginning. It it didn't just happen in the last couple of years that California is the least business-friendly, has the highest taxes, etc. That's been going on for quite a while, and people keep voting the same way. How do you explain that?
2: Well, you know, listen, the, the cronies, the corrupt people who uh, fund the campaigns of these politicians have taken over Sacramento. You're right. Uh, we've been suffering through this for a couple of decades now, and you can watch the descent of California. You know, take a look at the U-Haul costs uh, to leave San Francisco is two uh, thousand dollars to, to get a U-Haul into San Francisco is two hundred dollars. So people are leaving the state, and it's been a slow and steady descent. It, it really is the product of the special interests that have grabbed a hold of Sacramento. They maneuver the legislature. And the people out in the you know, communities of California are saying to themselves, well, you know, what can I do about it? Well, this is a seminal year. 2018 is a turning point. We're going to get rid of the Brown family once and for all, thank God. And we're going to elect a new governor. And- I have it on pretty
1: good authority that Jerry Brown's lost his mind. Now, now, I've been saying it's from the late stages of syphilis. There are some who dispute that that <laughs> account, but um, he is definitely uh, losing his mind. John Cox is running for governor of California. John, think how much easier campaigning it would be if you could zip up and down the state on the bullet train. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> uh, yes. no.
0: That's funny.
2: That's the, uh, it, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's the second thing to go after sanctuary states. You know, we're we're going to finally be let loose of the Brown family. I call the Democrats in this state the Thelma and Louise party uh, guys. Uh, you know, they're they're holding hands with uh, uh, Bernie Sanders as they're driving us off the cliff. Uh, I, I I think the people of this state have had enough. I am seeing people every day who are saying, uh, "Where can I help you, John? Uh, how can I get rid of these uh, corrupt people? Uh, these guys are destroying this Golden State." How can we get it back? Uh, you know, and they're joining my campaign. I mean, we're surging in the poll. Uh, I'm number two in all the polls to Gavin Newsom. And, and as people find out more about me as a businessman uh, with a successful record and turning around businesses, they say, hey, we need you to turn this state around. Uh, how can we help?
1: You know, a lot of the cable news type folks go right to the politics as opposed to governance, as opposed to ideas, how are you going to win? What's your polling say? Blah, 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 blah. We're more into ideas and we want people to hear them than vote accordingly. Having said that, though, it's a hell of a deal for a Republican to win in California these days. Uh, What's your strategy? You're just going to shake a million hands. You're going to go on every radio show in the state. How are you going to attack this?
2: Well, I'm visiting with every group. I've spoken to a hundred Rotary and chambers of commerce about this. I mean, they are desperate. The small business community is getting crushed by regulations, uh, You know, we've got something called the Private Attorney General's Act that allows trial lawyers to become a temporary attorney general to sue businesses. I mean, it's open season. We're a judicial hellhole with a number one judicial hellhole in the country. You know, you can only spoil the frog guys, long enough. The frog finally says, I'm done. I'm hopping out of this hot water. I'm going to change what I'm doing. That's 2018 because we're going to be electing a new governor, People uh, want a change in the state. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about taking these corrupt special interests out of power. I'm appearing at all of these uh, forums and debates with the other candidates. Gavin Newsom is ducking them, by the way. Uh, I'm, I'm bringing you know, positive ideas to this, uh, this debate, and I think people are responding to it. And as they hear me more and more, I think they'll, they'll, they'll see that there's hope for this state.
1: John Cox is running for governor of California. John, enjoyed the chat very much. Good luck. We'll be in touch. And if you need a surrogate on the campaign trail to say really horrific things about your opponents, you just give me a call, all right?
2: Well, can I direct people to my website real quick? Feel uh, free. JohnCoxForGovernor.com. Join up. I'm a small businessman. man. I've put my life on hold to get this done. And I'm asking people to join it. So uh, go to johncoxforgovernor.com and join.
1: And we'll, we'll have a link at armstrongandgetty.com so folks can find it. Thanks, John. Good to talk to you. We'd be delighted to talk to his Cox.com. <laughs> his opponent, Gavin Newsom, anytime. As our oh, hallmark yeah. is fairness on the Armstrong. And we've and
0: had Getty's. Gavin Newsom on many times over the years.
1: Except that he canceled on us like three times in a row when we said F you. We will retract that two letter verdict. Anytime he'd like to come on. Again, our hallmark, well, our hallmark is vengeance. But our bigger hallmark, our extra hallmarky hallmark is fairness. Our hallmark is vengeance. All right. Even to the point of ruining our
0: lives. It's all that matters. Nothing counts so much as blood. Are you saying you don't think people are getting cosmetic surgery for their tropical fish? I have some level of skepticism. No, it's happening. I want those people rounded up. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you see the cans on that guppy? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Unfortunate. <laughs> uh, and uh, stories of more import that we'll get to. The the development that is being touted as a major development in the Stormy Daniels story is probably at least worth mentioning. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The conscience
2: of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Evidently, the scandal is
1: starting to affect Trump's reputation in Washington.
3: People are referring to him here in Washington behind his back by a new nickname. He's famous for giving nicknames. He's now known as Spanky. And uh, that's not a good thing. I think that's a wonderful thing.
0: (laughs) That's maybe the best news I've heard all day. But in all seriousness, we should show
2: some respect. It's President Spanky.
1: Well, that's unfortunate. (sighs) What would the country under threat from China, North Korea, China, and others?
0: So, first of all... Russia pay off this story that i teased a couple of times so there's this uh the most expensive tropical fish you can get if you're a rich person with a fish tank and you want to show off to people i would like to have a fish tank i don't want to show off i just like fish salt water fresh water you know, if you're a fancy pants, you have the salt water with the rare fish. <sighs> Some of those things look so cool. Well, yeah, they're thank awesome. you, positive,
1: Sean. Your pants
0: are not fancy, no. and you agree that the, they're tro- great tropical saltwater fish are gorgeous. So they're if, supposed to be a tremendous amount of work. If I wasn't a shark, hundred percent sure that I would kill them all, I would love yeah. to have a, you, saltwater gotta have fish a tank. you gotta have a man. You gotta have a man. come and tend your tank for you.
1: What's that? Tank Wars? What's that show on the cable? Oh, where they, they, they install like gigantic fish tanks for in people's walls and, and such, yeah, and moguls <laughs> for and rappers? Rest. Oh yeah, yeah, like entire like fifty thousand gallon fish tanks that are an entire wall. Uh huh. And then they have they come
0: by every couple of days to maintain it for rappers and moguls and movie stars and stuff. Gotcha. I spent yeah. a ton of time looking for like a a good fish tank like screensaver. I wanted to put that on my TV when I wasn't watching TV, but I could never find anything mm-hmm. for that. But. Uh, our our experiences with fish for the kids have not been good. Oh, we've uh, had mm-hmm. several fish not make it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And then
1: you we remember got... Erica, the birthday party goldfish that lived for 11 and a half years, I think it was. Mm-hmm. She finally, uh, well, she went belly up. And then I said, let's give it 24 hours. Next day, she was swimming. <laughs> good thing you didn't flush her. And then she went belly up again. I said, let's give it two days this time. And well, she's with Jesus now, Jack.
0: How do you know she was a Christian? <laughs> Because we talked about it,
1: the Bible.
0: Um. Yeah. So, in the last time we went to buy fish, I got a long lecture from the uh, the people at the fish store about how we were going to take care of it because they didn't want to give sell fish to irresponsible fish owners. And it's a fish. It's know, this. Is a lot of people
1: is, yank them out of the water by their face. This for sport.
0: This is a dollar forty. I mean, I know I realize it's a living beast, but sure. Oh, Jack, Jack puts
1: monetary values on life now. (laughs) That's great.
0: Some animals are more equal than others. Mm. But there are plenty of fish stores in America that are just, if you, you say, I want that one, and they say, okay, they put it in a bag, you give them your $2, you get changed back, and you take the freaking fish home. But this place, I got a long lecture and lots of questions about, am I prepared to, you know, to take on the uh, responsibilities yeah. and, of a fish guardian, the right size and and tank? A lot of people have too small a tank, and I want to make sure you have the right size tank. And well, keep in mind, if you told, you know, a random person,
1: I'm going to the fish store, three quarters of people would picture a store where the dead flesh of... Of fish is
0: for sale so you can eat it <laughs> right but in in general i think most fish stores if you said give me that fish what are you gonna do with that i'm gonna take it outside and throw it on the highway wow. they'd say whatever wow and no. Give you your fish. no i hope not well, why not because that's despicable is why but you can put a hook through its face and yank it out and club it on the head that, and that's perfectly okay that's
1: because i had it coming <laughs>
0: Anyway, so if you're a fancy pass, I get a uh, mogul or a rapper or whatever, and you have the fancy uh, thing. The Asian arowana is known as the dragon fish, but a lot of times they don't look as dragony as people want them to look. They're super expensive, so people pay thousands of dollars for them to get cosmetic surgery to have them look better to oh be in your fish tank. Wow, wow.
1: I um, remember I had betas as a kid. There's those gorgeous Siamese fighting fish. Incredibly, but sometimes they get their
0: fins chewed off and they wouldn't be as, you know, attractive. Uh, This particular um, uh, rich Chinese dude. Because you have a lot of people who get really, really rich in social, uh, socialized uh, countries. Yeah, people get really, really rich in uh, capitalist countries, also, but it's a little different. Um, uh, this guy has spent six hundred thousand dollars on this fish over the years, getting things done like eye lifts and chin jobs. I'm sorry, did you say six hundred thousand? I did, and getting things like chin jobs and eye lifts for the fish. So it's not uncommon at this particular fish store to say, I like that one, but its left eye seems a little droopy, and then they'll take it and get uh, an eye job done uh, on the fish, and then you buy it for your tank. So I'm just telling you, this is when the New York Times. This is a real story. (sighs) Just different ways people live, especially people with lots of money and, and no children, probably. So that's the name of that tune. That's, I don't
1: know. I just, I hope there is a God, and I hope there's punishment. I'd like to know officially where the line is. I mean, if I spend $1,000 on a guitar, am I in the same category as a
0: chin job for a fish guy? I'd like to know that. Boy, I don't think so, but maybe that's just because that's my thing. Mm. Um, I thought I'd hit you with this just because this might get some news coverage today for anybody who's uh, paying attention to the 2020 presidential race, which, believe it or not, is going to be... After November, that'll be full-on real conversation among people who follow that sort of Well, thing.
1: yeah, and listen, I'm not as bitter about that prospect as I'd be in normal years. I mean, because when when everybody thought it'd be Hillary against uh, Mark, uh, Marco Bush. Polo, or what's his name from well, Florida? Well, we thought it was going to be Bush Little Marco, he's Rubio. so thirsty. Rubio, that's it. Yeah. Um, Right or Jeb versus Hillary? I mean, who wants to talk about that two years in advance? I'm ready to talk about Trump versus whoever now.
0: But so the public policy, uh, the public policy polling people have a poll out in which Biden, Sanders, Warren, Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, and uh, Kristen Gillibrand all trounce Trump in a in a head to head matchup in the poll. However, John Heilman, who is certainly not a Trump fan, was asked about this particular poll. On MSNBC, mm, MSNBC and said,
3: With all due respect to my friends at Public Policy Polling, this is like one of the dumbest polls I've
2: seen (laughs) in a long
3: time. So there
0: you go. (laughs) Did he uh, elucidate? For all kinds of fairly obvious reasons. Um, Not to me. Well, uh, how about I'll just give you this example. Hillary Clinton, when she was not running, had an approval rating of like 70%. Mm-hmm. Then she starts running for president, and you start getting the scrutiny, slings, and arrows of an actual campaign, and all of a sudden, that gets halved very quickly. Or one might phrase it, as soon as anybody
1: actually pays attention to who he or she is, your perspectives change.
2: Well,
0: there's pushback against the things you've been spouting. Sure. And then all of a sudden, your your numbers go way down. So as as that guy... John Heilman, who's no Trump fan, said, it's just dumb. Yeah. It's dumb. So if you see that anywhere today... Even on MSNBC, they called it no.
1: The PPPP guys are pretty liberal. They're a liberal organization. Plus, I could see all, s- all sorts of people uh, thinking it would be fun to say anybody but Trump.
3: Sure. Then you gotta run. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, California's capital city rocked by protests over police shooting. More audio from that wild city council meeting. It was wild. I can't believe it even happened the yep. way it happened. Yeah, we got Trump's latest Twitter barrage. Tackling the news of the day, and Stanford researchers have just announced a new cancer vaccine. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. That could be the story of the decade. Century, wow. State, okay, millennia. How you want You, you, you go? win. You're listening to the
0: Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs>
3: A self-help
0: guru who claims to have the highest IQ in the world and was friends with multiple billionaires turns out was running a sex cult in which he would brand women with his initials and make them wear fake cow udders. We should get to that story at some point. Ah,
2: that's odd.
0: (laughs) That's really odd. Yeah. To paraphrase the late, great George Carlin, if you are going to someone else to learn about self-help, that's just help. <laughs> You're not helping yourself. You're just well getting said. help from someone else. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. This is quite the story. There he is on TV right now. Yeah, it's quite the story. Uh, yeah. How do people fall for this stuff? I don't know. Hey If a guy ever deci- says, as part of your self-help, you need to get my initials branded on you and wear this fake cow order around and have okay. sex with me. I'm sure he's got a rationale. Okay. More on that later. Let's get to the news now with Marsha Now,
3: protests continue in Sacramento, California, over the fatal police shooting of an unarmed black man, 22-year-old Stefan Clark. Officers were responding to a report of somebody breaking car windows. They say Clark was holding a gun when he moved toward them, but he was found only with a cell phone. Well, yesterday, an overflow crowd turned out from the city council meeting, and Clark's brother, Stevante walked into the meeting, leading the crowd, chanting his brother's name. And it was... Stephon
2: Clark! Stephon Clark! Stephon Clark! Stephen Clark!
3: Stevante basically taken over the council meeting, making a number of statements, then basically, getting... Basically, it- the, 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 to see the video is something... Because I'd heard this. Yeah. And, you know, it's striking when you
0: hear it. But to see it, the way... The way he comes in, marches through the crowd, and then right into the, the circle where the city council members sit. Dancing wildly. Yeah, and yeah, and and moving around in such a way that you, you'd have to be at least a little concerned, what is this guy going
1: to do? Yeah, he brought a great deal of energy, which any cop will tell you. Yeah. If somebody's slumping along calmly, they present a different picture than somebody who's moving rapidly and wildly.
0: Goes right up to the mayor's desk and hops up on it and takes the microphone. yeah I got can't it. believe they don't have any sort of security that stops that.
3: And then got into it with the mayor, Daryl Steinberg.
2: Stevante. They yeah, yeah, thank you. Stop. Shut the f*** up, please. No. Tell him we don't hear him talk. He's not stop the, mayor, the no mayor no more. Stevante. Hey, shut Stevante. up. You don't f- here. Stevante. Oh. You y'all hear me? Stevante, yeah. enough. He's, the He's, enough. The enough. He's the mayor. Enough.
1: You know, the city of Sacramento is trying desperately to treat this whole thing like you would treat... An angry child and let them get their anger out and then move on with your lives. And if you confront them, it'll get worse. Sometimes that tactic works. Sometimes it does not. After it'll that, be interesting to see what the next step is. Yeah. I was a little surprised to see another Sacramento Kings game disrupted. Yeah. Thousands of fans barred from getting in after they would paid a high dollar for tickets by the protesters. This is not going to end well. I mean, it could diffuse. Everybody could just calm down, lose interest, and go home.
0: But I wonder. Yeah. How difficult would it have to be to have somebody who goes the next step and walks up to the mayor and punches him? Or worse. Right. Right. You know, I, to yelling, shut the F up, taking his microphone physically, is not that far away from uh, punching him.
1: It is physically threatening, he, even if it isn't a direct physical threat. Right. Uh, You know, everybody there kept it verbal, you know, and and credit to them for that. But again, I'm just interested to see where this ends.
3: Yeah, as Joe mentioned, uh, the protesters did did, uh, block fans from getting into that Kings game last night. (laughs) This Kings fan fed up with the continued protests at those games. When they come out and do it again, I'm sorry, my support's withdrawn. I'm not doing it anymore.
1: You know, as I pointed out earlier, it's a good thing the Kings are not a playoff team and everybody was fired up full of adrenaline and testosterone. And instead, they are just out for an evening's entertainment watching people play basketball. Um, otherwise, things could have gotten hairy. And so turns history sometimes on that sort of, uh, you know, sure. kind of background
3: fact. President Trump tweeting in all caps this morning that the Second Amendment will never be repealed! Exclamation point. As much as Democrats would like to see this happen, and despite the words yesterday of former Supreme Court Justice Stevens, no way the president says we need more Republicans in 2018. We're
0: going to have an, um, a legal expert explain briefly how difficult it is to amend the Constitution. We'll get into all of it coming up a little bit later, but it just it won't happen. I, I have been saying for quite a while so that... Uh, people who don't like the second amendment should just say out loud we should do away with the second amendment so i think it i'm not horrified by the move by the former right. supreme court justice to write a column advocating it because i i know i've always thought that's what a lot of people in politics want i think that's what nancy pelosi wants
1: uh, probably although i don't know what nancy pelosi wants she you know says what she has to say and if it happens to be the truth that's a coincidence. But. I think John Paul Stevens did an enormous favor to pro-gun rights people yesterday in and that's, the NRA.
0: That's the danger, yeah, I definitely. mean, he
1: absolutely, you know, uh, uh, doubled turnout at the polls, involvement, etc.
0: Right, but, but well, that's the danger from the perspective of the people that want to get rid of the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm.
1: Why? Um, yeah, you got to approach it like um, Bar- Barney Frank and Barack Obama approached socialized medicine. Don't let on that that's what
0: you're going for. But if I'm... If I'm on the side of doing away with the Second Amendment, I I think you just say it out loud and you start you start building, you know. After more shootings, which I'm sure we're, sure we'll have you kit you keep building on that momentum, saying mm-hmm. out loud what you want to do and see if you can make it happen. Politically. Might take 50 years, but right, right, get
1: started. I tell you this: I would bet my entire net worth and yours and everything I will ever own in my life that the Second Amendment won't be overturned. Oh, you'll, I don't think so. Look at the numbers; they're they're beyond elephantine, they're dinosaurian.
3: The San Francisco Chronicles reporting that a recent Stanford cancer study that cured 97% of mice from tumors is now moving on to human trials. It's part of the emerging research into immunotherapy using the body's immune system to attack tumors. Now, Dr. Ronald a Stanford oncology professor, is leading the study. He says each test subject gets a low dose of radiation plus two rounds of injections using a combination of a couple of drugs made by separate companies that have already been proven safe for people. Now, when we were at Stanford, I spoke with Dr. Levy, and I suggested
1: up that injection just a little bit, about 10%. He thanked me. Thank you. And he said he'd incorporate that. But go on, Marshall.
3: Did he tell you no is involved in these treatments? Certainly. We
0: discussed it at length.
3: And while the work is still in the early stages, this entire field of treatment is moving forward on a number of fronts.
0: That's amazing. I think we're going to see cancer go away in uh, in our lifetimes, and there are treatment technologies that Mm -hmm. are you know of a different
1: approach. That I mean, it's great that there are multiple approaches being worked on and showing a lot of promise. Because you know, if uh, cancer doesn't respond to A, it might respond to B or C. And yeah, these are leaps forward. Keep going, fellas. Tell you you what, let's start working Saturdays half
0: day. And ladies, you know, some ladies are scientists and doctors too. You're disgusting.
3: That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, The Conscience of the Nation. So that we went with the Liberty Bell there? Yeah. Okay.
0: Sometimes it's the Eagle, sometimes it's the Liberty Bell. Right? And of course you can't see it, it, but we have a giant American flag waving bars. Does that happen? Yeah, we have uh, a
1: series of jet engines in the next room to keep it flapping at all times. (laughs) (laughs) We don't
0: want it hanging limp. (laughs) Uh, what's the latest development in the Stormy Daniels thing? It's worth talking about just from the standpoint of that lawyer's so good at getting on the big morning shows every day with something. He's a genius at this.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I, uh, my reaction to the whole thing is I want to hire him. And we'll talk to a uh, reporter who writes about uh, constitutional issues, about the impossibility
0: of overturning the Second Amendment. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Let's discuss. I've heard this motion described
2: as brilliant, brazen, and frankly, crazy. So what exactly are you looking for here? Well, the motion is not crazy. I mean, we're relying on U.S. Supreme Court precedent and a whole long line of cases in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeal. It is well-founded. It was well thought out. It's incredibly documented. What and do you what, want? What, you what want? we want is we want the truth. I mean, we want to know the truth about what the president knew, when he knew it, and what he did about it.
0: So overnight, the breaking news on the Stormy Daniels story as uh, Michael Avenatti, or whatever you say his name, uh, finds a way to get onto the national media every single day with a new drip, drip, drip on the Stormy Daniels story, and there he is on CBS this morning.
1: With his crazy motion. You want to see a crazy motion? How about that?
0: Huh? How about that? Yeah. <laughs> he wants to depose the president, make the president uh, sit and answer some questions, and some lawyers think that could work, and most lawyers think that it never will, and there you go. Oh, well, there was the, uh, the bear trap laid for one Bill Clinton, huh? Sure. Being deposed on the Paula Jones
1: sexual harassment matter. In which he said, uh, there is not a relationship with uh, Monica Lewinsky, or something to that effect. Depends what the definition of is, is. Right. So, I don't know. This guy, I mean, he's obviously a P.T. Barnum type, uh, but
0: we'll have to see where it goes. He's good. He gets on TV every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, A <clears throat> couple of quick things I wanted to hit. Netflix has been banned from the Cannes Film Festival. Just showing you how out of touch or how desperately some people are trying to hold on to various powers. They've said movies that aren't distributed in movie theaters don't count. Certainly not. So right. That uh, good luck with good luck with trying to keep that going. That whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. Good luck with that. What's a TV show? What's a movie? What's a radio show? Mm-hmm. Defining that, hoping to hang on to what's a newspaper, def- trying to hang on to that uh, the old the 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 old way of doing things and collecting money. Well, good luck. Right. Well, you know these awards are for you know some of it's about art, a lot of
1: it's about commerce, and they're terrified their commerce is changing too quickly. So I wish them well. Um, Uh, I got cameras and actors and a script and filmed the story and it's great, but it doesn't count why. And millions of people love it. Right. Everybody sat there and
0: watched it and ate the snack of their choice. Uh, (laughs) Do I need to go on (laughs) and said to their friends, hey, have you seen the movie blank? Right. So sounds like a movie. Hmm. Um, when do you want to talk about the cult? Uh, you know, I'm just becoming aware of it. I, Nexium, I, I, or, or you? Were, oh, I get it now. You were in Nexium. You're part of it. What? Uh, cl- clearly, you're trying to keep it quiet.
1: <laughs> wow, wow! I, uh, I can't even deny it because I'm not sure
0: what I'm being accused of. The brief version being, he's this guy who's like all all cult leaders. He's uh, apparently incredibly charismatic and full of crap, and. Almost all cults have one particular element. What's the one element that almost all cults have? I know, have? I
1: know, I know. You get
0: to sex up young women. <laughs> yeah, you get to sex up all the women in the cult. Almost and all these guys always. look the
1: same. It's like the uh, the teacher who sexes up her students. They're all bleach blondes about to turn 30 and, you know, pretty good looking, the rest of it. All these cult leaders, they always look like David Koresh. They always look like a pretty damn good looking member of Super Tramp or, you know, or, or Kings of Leon or something like that. They got that long haired, bearded, handsome look. They tend toward aviator
0: shades too, for some reason. <laughs> this Nexium self-help idea thing was Isn't Nexium like a cholesterol medication or a? Well, it's spelled N X I V M, oh, but it's pronounced Nexium. That's fancy. Um, and this dude Keith Rainier, Rainieri, uh, also known as the Vanguard, if you're in Nexium. Wow. So That's the, a cool nickname. The Vanguard's got this self help stuff, and it's all about, you know. <laughs> My nickname's Dumbass. <laughs> That's not as impressive. And they have different belts you wear. Similar to Scientology, there's like different levels and s- sashes or belts that you wear, different colors to show at what level you're at and everything super. like that. And some, there are a number of billionaires and, and super highly placed successful business people from around the world that bought into this crap and have uh, have attended his seminars and all that sort of stuff. So wow. It, it wasn't obviously stupid to everyone. Wow. But he also had a lot of women involved in it who he would then uh, brand them with his initials. Actually brand them. I'm the their privets, from what I understand, or, or certainly in the, uh, you know, the region. Uh, they would have to wear fake cow udders for some reason. I don't know. I think that's just... <laughs> Maybe just for Halloween. You know, come to think of it, my sister had a cow costume, so she's one worn a, a fake cow udder. And of course, he would sex them up, because that's part of the deal. Naturally, in his aviator shades. He's been blackmary- blackmailing his female followers into becoming sex slaves for uh, for years, apparently. Wow. And he had the high and mighty under his clutches, huh? Yep. Oh, there's one of the brands right there on the screen. Ooh, that's rough. Ouchie, that looks rough. Ouchie. Uh, Monday. That's a
1: deep, deep.
0: Oh. Monday, the secret world of Nexium Vanguard, as he's known, it all came crashing down when authorities tracked him down in Mexico after a months-long manhunt and arrested him for sex trafficking and forced labor, among other things. He's Guilty of all kinds of crimes. He had been going around claiming since he was a young man that he was in the Guinness Book of World Records for having the highest IQ ever. Apparently, nobody took the time to look it up and check because he didn't. When am I going to start inflating my resume? He graduated.
1: Obviously, you can get away with it. I'm not going to pick anything that stupid, but he got away with it.
0: He graduated from just a regular college with a 2.26 GPA having failed or barely passed many of his upper-level math and science classes that he's wow. been bragging about his whole life. Wow. Um, uh, he's been se- having sex with underage women since he was uh, a man in his early 20s. He's just, he's just one of those smooth talkers that pulls that off. He's a master predator.
1: Yeah. He has the, the gene and the ability and the uh, uh, emotional
0: intelligence to victimize people. He's a monster. Thousands and thousands of people have taken his seminars at satellite centers across numerous countries, including people like Richard Branson, um, Sheila Jackson, the co-founder of Black Entertainment Television, U.S. Surgeon General Antonio Novella. Wow. Wow. Some big names that have taken his seminars. And it was all just a front for this sex cult thing he was running.
1: Wow. So, okay. So it wasn't like out in the open. All these people knew the sex cult part. No, that he was some sort of no. pervo uh, would be Jesus. They they thought he was just a a, a guru, a thinker. Uh, yeah, okay. Like the various nabobs <laughs> Oprah has on her show now and again. The falling, the secret, etc.
0: The falling for <clears throat> cults thing has just always been fascinating to me. Always been fascinating. Of course, some of you think that Christianity is a cult. Cool. So, depends on what you how you define cult, right? But uh, these, these cults where you have the small-ish cults that always involve something really awful yeah, or weird. Yeah, I don't weird. think
1: by any... There there may be a sect or two of Christianity that fit into the classic definition of a cult, but anybody who says that doesn't know what a cult is.
0: Well, I don't think it's a cult. I well, just, why I would just, you even recognize because that? Because I've known many people in my life who believe that. Well, they need to stop.
1: Stop <laughs> believing that. In my cult, that's pretty much it. Now you want to go
0: Bowling. <laughs> You don't make them wear cow udders or anything like that? Not unless
1: they want to. I don't forbid anybody from... I have a very libertarian cult. Listen, do you want to brand your genitals with my initials? I don't suggest it, but I'm not going to stop you.
0: So, could we uh, do away with the Second Amendment? We'll talk to a legal expert on that. And you watched the new Roseanne last night? I did. I watched a, a substantial part of it, yeah. With the Roseanne bar and the John Goodman went off the air a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. My review may shock you. Okay. We'll play a couple of clips from it, too. Always like that show you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty show